welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dodson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dodson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? I'm going pretty good. Back from Mexico, you are. I am Aloha, as the Mexicans would say. Uh, <laughs> sure. So, so, so we're back. Uh, Garrett's only here for one week because next week we're sending him to the combine. Ew. Yeah. That's yeah. right. We're uh, we're gonna ship you out. We're gonna have you go to the combine. I'm gonna run the forty yard dash. Yep. You're gonna stare at those big muscular men and their nice tight pants. Uh, <laughs> and you're gonna tell us how fast they run. Yep. Uh, you're gonna tell us how they look in person. Yep. Question, and, quick question. Yes. Are you bringing a stopwatch of your own? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I'm gonna be actually two. Yeah. Both hands. Click, 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 click. Ooh, and your phone, too. That's right. <laughs> Siri, start. Siri, stop. Hey, you ran a 5'6". That guy's Henry so Ruggs isn't that fast. <laughs> Call him Slow Fingers Price. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, after we have one more episode next week without Garrett. And then after that, we're going to break down the combine. And then we're going to jump right into our rookie talk. And we'll be nonstop and stuff for one little break for NFL Free Agency Show. Yes. We'll do two shows on that. And then it's... Uh, rookies and there's a lot to talk about we'll probably slow it down a lot this year you normally try to get like eight to ten uh rookies per episode like when we do the running backs i think this year we'll probably do like six you know on here and then six on the nerd herd and kind of just like take our time and really break these guys down per episode uh so we have a lot to get into definitely when it comes to receivers yeah absolutely. there is a ton of depth man holy cow. a ton of depth like i saw you in uh on the twitch channel uh you and nick whalen and uh jared wackerly do every wednesday so make sure you check that out uh check, you know subscribe to the dynasty nerds youtube channel uh check us out on twitch and subscribe there garrett nick whalen and jared they break down you know these rookies every single week and they do every wednesday actually this wednesday you guys have a special guest we do like have a, a professional wide receiver uh film breaker downer guy yep I, film breaker downer guy is actually his official title that, nice. i know that's why i was reading off his card oh his official I, film bad. breaker downer yeah yeah it's like that makes sense uh so He's going to be on tomorrow night, right? Yep. But you guys just did one on Jalen Rigar and um, Henry Ruggs. And Henry Ruggs. And the consensus was I, t- I texted you because I didn't have a chance to watch the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, what was the consensus? And you're like, the consensus was Jalen Rigger. And I'm like, oh, uh, dang it. Let down. I was like, I still City like Ruggs right. more. <laughs> I still like Ruggs more. Uh, Screw you guys. And if, you look, if you're on Dynasty Twitter lately, you'll see like, it's like a hot debate. Like everybody's like, oh, Jalen Rigger, he's like, He's the guy. He's my he's my one one. Some people have said, which is a little silly talk. CD is definitely still my number one. Yeah, easy. I don't even know. He's you would have him ahead of Judy, but that's just me. Um, it's just you know sometimes in dynasty people get a little you know it's that recency bias or like you just want to be ahead of the curve kind of sure. mentality. Like oh, so that way when it's all said and done, if it does happen, you're like I told you so. First one there. I'm the smartest, and it's like okay, well that's cool. Uh, but to me, like even I, I tweet out today, I was like, it's not that like I'm still not even I'm not I'm, I'm working on quarterbacks and tight ends because that's what we're breaking down first. So I'm not even nowhere near receivers because then we're doing running backs and then we're gonna do receivers last. So to be fair, I want to I won't have my final analysis on rugs and uh, <laughs> for like regular for a couple months. But even after that, that's gonna change after the draft a little bit sure. overall rankings. But um, to me, I still have rugs ahead of regular slightly. But like I said on Twitter today to somebody who commented was. It's like we're splitting hairs here, you know. It's rigor. They're, they're both really rugs, explosive players. It's right? T Higgins, right? 
and it's Brian Edwards for me. Like, that, that's a whole nother tier. You know what I mean, like those guys are all like equal. It's like, what's that cereal? Oh, it's like uh, Lucky Charms, like where all the marshmallows are different colors and stuff, but they all have the same flavor. That's true. Very good analogy. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, they all look nice, but right now they're all really they're good. They're all magically delicious. If I got, yeah, they're all magically <laughs> delicious. Find them at the end of a rainbow. So if I had any one of those guys in the first round, I feel really good about it. Yeah. It's like one of those years, like I said, after the NFL, I have a, I have a feeling after the NFL draft, it's all going to, you know, I'll have a much bigger preference after that. Sure. And it's going to change. That's why I think like all these people debating so hard now. It's like, it's so silly. Like give your analysis of what you think of the player, but don't worry about who you have ranked where and what right now. And people are like, Oh, what are your rookie rankings now? Like it does not matter. It does not matter. It's going to change. It's going to change after the combine a little bit. Right. You know, that's a, that's a big, that's a big curve in the road right there. But the NFL draft this year, more than any is going to change a lot. You know, like I don't like LaVisca Chanel as much as everybody else. And you guys don't either. Right. I right. don't love him. Yeah. But I was thinking about, I was like, okay, what would change my, like everybody likes this guy a lot, a lot. And again, to be fair, I've only mildly scouted him. Right. But I was like, where would I like, where would I, what would get me excited about LaVisca? And I, I thought about it today. I was like, Ooh, the saints. Yeah. The Saints, you know, they lose, you know, somebody they lose Taysom Hill and like, cause he's like an, he's more of like an overall weapon than like a really oh, yeah, good. Yeah, they line res- him in the backfield a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah like, he's got to have a creative guy calling plays for him for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's, to, to maximize his value anyway. That's, yeah, that's how like, I see it. I don't look at him as like some sweet receiver. Like, he's a good football player in Colorado. Like, I might be a good football player in Colorado. He just needs to stay healthy. Yeah, good luck with that too. Yeah. <sighs> as I'm a Miles Sanders truther, so uh, I'll step back on that one. Uh, you know what I mean? But like for him, I was like, oh, now if he landed on the Saints, I'm like, oh, this is pretty nice. Like this is a good spot for him. I could see Sean Payton uh, getting him really involved in here and being him a offensive weapon in right. that offense. That, that's very true. So, but we're not talking about it today in this podcast. Today we're talking about dynasty nerds teams. Ooh. And by dynasty nerds teams, I mean dynasty nerds podcasters teams. And by Dyson Nerds podcaster teams, I mean <laughs> my teams, Matt's teams, and Garrett's teams. So we always talk about Dynasty teams in like a vacuum. Like, oh, what do you do here? What do you do this? We do shows on all the time. Like mm-hmm. you're, Garrett does a good job of like trade scenarios. Like this is your team. This is what it looks like. But what about real life teams? And where, do, where are we delusional of where we think our team is? Do we need outside help? So we're actually going to break, like open some of our teams here on my and which is a great host insight, by the way, if you, if you need a good host insight that has a fantastic, uh, array of options. And when I mean a, an array of options, like if you count to a million, that's how many array of options. My has. It's, if you're like, Hey, how you, many array highly Ooh. customizable. We'll yes. call it that. If you're like, Oh dude, unicorns get double points. Every time they fart a rainbow, that'd be an option. On my fantasy league. And it happens sometimes. It does. You, you never know when a unicorn is going to fart a rainbow. So it's it's our chosen platform to host all our dynasty leagues. It's pretty sweet. Um, so we're going to actually open our teams and kind of talk about some of those teams today, which is going to be pretty interesting. And we have so many teams. We're, it's probably going to carry over the nerd episode. So like if you like this, uh, we're going to carry it right over the nerd but episode. Wait, there's more. You want to hear about some more of my teams? Oh, just you wait. So what do our teams look like? Sometimes you don't have an insight. Like these people talk dynasty. Like, well, what does your team look like? Hot shot. We're going to find out. And maybe I think a lot of my teams are pretty good, but you guys might come in here and just poo poo on my parade. Yeah. 
Me and, me and Garrett? Yeah, yeah. You two. Were the parade poopers? No, the wall over there. I'm looking at Hey, Hey, wall. I wasn't sure if you were talking to the listeners. Oh, Everybody who, in the comments after they. Who uh, are also actively listening. Oh, uh, yeah. You guys comment too and let me know how, how poo poo my team is. But before, before I get into that, let me tell you a word from our sponsor. That's right. You know who it is. It's DynastyOwner.com. If you haven't checked out DynastyOwner.com, what, what are you doing? What? You don't love Dynasty? You don't love new ways to play Dynasty? Jump on it. I mean, if you're looking at DynastyOwner.com, Dynasty Owner is the only patented fantasy sports game using actual NFL salaries and contracts today. Not only do you manage your team from all different levels, from owner, the general manager, to coach, they also have a very cool mock draft tool, too. They do. That's it's an pretty. Awesome, yeah, that's a really nice mock yeah. draft tool. Like we have a mock draft tool coming out, and I'm not even going to lie. There's there's prettier for now. For now. But ours is going to be different because we're not DynastyOwner.com. <laughs> so, DynastyOwner.com, you know, last year they offered a beta program, and this year they're going to launch. And they're only offering a 1,000 new 12-man leagues. So if you want to get in, it is a limited option to get in with DynastyOwner.com. Last year we filled it up pretty quickly. So they expanded it exponentially this year to the 1,000 leagues, and they're actually going to launch. So if you're looking to try a new platform where you can have a full handle of your NFL team, like a true owner does and be the owner, the coach and general manager, get on there today. Check them out. Dynastyowner.com. It's a cool new way to play. Matt and I, we did, we, we check it out. We love it. You should too. Absolutely. All right. Dynasty teams. So I have right now on my app, they're updated. These are just updated 2020 teams. I got about three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about eight, nine teams on here that I like, I have a couple more that aren't really, I wouldn't discuss. Their industry league, <laughs> the embarrassing like teams. He's not <laughs> no, gonna. No, no, he's no, not no, no. It's just, it's just. I mean, I'm not gonna get even all nine of these. You know right, what I mean? It's just, right. I want. It's just, I have about, I have twelve leagues on here. No, I get. Um, it. but some of them are just, you know, they're not worth really getting into. Uh, I just might care a little less about those ones. They're just not interesting. I get it. Yeah. Um, and then you guys have some leagues as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about some of these leagues. We'll kind of break them down. Let you guys think and like moves I should, you know, make. Am I contender? Do I blow it up? Um, you know, where, where are we before we get that too? There's a news today, actual news today. Ooh, Greg Olson signs with the Seahawks. Yeah. One year deal, uh, about 7 million, right? Ooh, that's 7 mil. Mm-hmm. Man, I could retire on that. You and yeah. me both, sir. Come on, uncle Greg, <laughs> look it up over here. Do a show. I'll dedicate a show to you. Um, so that's, what do you guys feel about that? I mean, I think it's, how do you feel about that? Now, what do you feel about that? I think it, I think it speaks to the injury concerns about you know over Will Disley's return because I th- I think he had a little something cooking there and, and they wanted they liked you know they liked getting the tight end involved they they used Jacob Hester for the for the remainder of the season and he played pretty good but I think Greg Olson is just obviously a better all around tight end than than um, what they've got there and I think they just are concerned that that Hollister is not going to be or not Hollister. Um, Will Disley. Will Disley's not going to make it back for at least the beginning of the season, you know. But it's a short-term contract, one year. So there could be a scenario where they're running two tight end sets uh, out of Seattle because you know they want to pound the ball anyway and, and really get both those guys on the field once once Disley is uh, fully healthy. And it showed last year that, you know, how highly competitive Disley was um, when he was healthy. I mean, he was dominated as a top-five fantasy tight end out there. So this could be good news for Olsen. Uh, but Olsen still is old. Mm-hmm. He is old. And, and he's very injury prone. I mean, the three seasons leading up to this, each season ended up, uh, you know, with him on the IR. So, uh, 
I might actually use this as an opportunity to sell, even though I do think he'll have a very good season. I, I think that it's it's risky. And the and the end is near. You know what I mean? Right. He's had so many offers every single offseason. He's getting offers um, from a bunch of TV channels, and right. he always does offseason work for like yep. the NFL Network and during the combine and and all the lead up to the draft type of stuff. So you know he already has an end game figured out. He's going to be on TV somewhere when his when his playing days are over. And I think he's just kind of stretching this probably one last season for sure out of his career yeah thanos um so gary and i agree with you is a sell because this is new exciting you know anytime there's a new sign in people get excited about it but for me this does not excite me at all uh i don't i don't think he'll be have like you say he's gonna have a good year like what's that tight end eight yeah, tight end nine. I think, and that's roughly what he ended up being this year. I think yeah. it'll be very similar, which isn't going to move the needle much. I mean, tight end nine to fifteen, they're all the same guy. You, you can go, like I'd much rather have like to me if you're like, oh, Greg Olson, and I'm just talking about like a redraft, right? Like redraft. If I could have Jack Doyle, oh right, yeah, I'd, I'd rather go that route. Uh, so let's move on to some of these teams, shall we? Let's do it, man. All right, first I'm gonna start off with my worst team. Uh, the first team I've ever done a startup with, and I finished with the one one. Uh, it was bad, guys. It was real bad. <laughs> you earned it the right way. But you know, I made some moves. Um, I, I ended up trading two one. It ended up being two one for Sony Michelle. I traded a second for Sony Michelle. Ended up being two one, obviously. Because if I have one one, I probably have two one. So currently, I sit at one 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 five, and then I have every pick from the third on. It's a tight end premium super flex league. All right. Here's my roster, my quarterbacks. Well, let's do it by position by position, okay. right? Quarterbacks, Drew Locke, Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield, and Mitch Trubisky. Superflex League. What do you guys feel about my quarterback situation in this league? Not all at once. Don't come in here <laughs> with all the banners and the parade and tell, you know, start patting me on the back. I don't need to, I don't need to hurt my shoulder. It's one. I mean, it's one of those. It's, you have a lot of. Upside. Yo, young, up, unproven. Uh, yeah, sure. Upside. I'm not looking to be coddled here, and because I'm not going to coddle any U turd fergs over here either. So, like, <laughs> if I tell you, if you guys think it's bad, tell me it's bad. No, I think it's I think it's fine because I like it. There, I think there's good upside there. I mean, Baker obviously has the upside of a top five QB. Yeah, like one one. Yeah, um, go on. which is in the top five. Yeah, that's what. That's what yeah, so I was agreeing. Oh, yeah. I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, Drew Drew Lock showed a lot last season. So there's a lot of promise there, um, but it's it's a very risk reward situation there. Uh, and Mr. Trubisky, I, I don't think he's as bad as everybody else does, um, and especially for what would be my you know depending on the week uh, quarterback two quarterback three, I, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, he's def- the way I look at Mitch is it's a make or break year for him. You know, this is oh, yeah. this is it for him. So I can usually go from having three young quarterbacks to two young quarterbacks very quickly here. And and the the one thing I don't see on that quarterback roster is just like that one solid guy. Like you could just use a solid guy that is just a every week type of guy. Oh, in, in like my Baker opinion. Mayfield. But like somebody solid. <laughs> oh, okay. Proven. Like not as chubby. Like you mean like more solid. Like he does kind of have a dad bod. Yeah. He does like have a bit of that a you're ta- oh, you're yes. talking about like that. Like Brady Quinn. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. now I'm done. There you go. Yeah. Pick up Brady. Yeah, yeah. Now we're done. Easy. <clears throat> yeah, right. See. And again, I'm a firm believer. Re- Baker's going to rebound this year in a mighty way. Like Bruce kind of almighty way. Um, 
So I again, I know there is risk there, so I can go down in flames here. Now the good thing is I have one one, right? So and one five, which doesn't really going to give me a quarterback because I look at all super flexes. I look at super flex rookie drafts this year, pretty much going Burrow, Tua, Herbert, one two three. And everybody's like, oh, Herbert super flex now. But when Herbert goes number five to the Chargers, we'd be like, yeah, I could I could use some of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In my league. Um, I mean, there's a there's a scenario where he jumps to a, in the right situation, I think. Don't you think? Rumors. Right. But, you know, all these early draft rumors, I always take as lies. Yeah. So it's silly season. Yeah. There's sure. people like, oh, yeah, Herbert goes sooner. And it's like, it's just you're trying to build somebody's you're trying to inflate Herbert or you're trying to inflate Tua, or you're trying to get somebody to make a move that you don't you want. For move. sure. Because the Lions are like, we just want Okuda, and we're going to get him no matter what. So go ahead and move on up. Um, so to me, the way I look at this team and the quarterbacks is I really like Drew Locke, like you said. Uh, for somebody that was like poo-pooing on Drew Locke last year coming into it and didn't overly love him, like he showed me a lot, like where I'm very optimistic about him right now. Not only that, with Corlin Sutton, Noah Fant coming in year two, and the fact that they're probably going to either sign a good receiver or draft one of these young guys or do both. That gets me excited for Drew Locke as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely in that mountain high air, you know. So to me, that's my qu- those are my quarterbacks. Now, yeah. now it's about to get ugly. All right, this is when it really falls <sighs> apart. Huh? Sweet Aunt Mama's maple syrup. I'm in a sticky situation here. <laughs> my running backs. You know, Michael Jackson once wrote an album. It was called Bad. <laughs> I think you were going to say beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it too, because there's a lot of these guys who write that song too. Here's my running backs. Ready? Miles Gaskin. Woo. I'm glad I'm starting off the worst, the first, like the worst team first, because people forget this by the time we get to the end of the episode. They won't remember me by this. But please don't judge. Now I had David Montgomery. I traded him away. I got him. I got one five. There you go for David Montgomery. That worked out. Nope. Matter of fact, I got one one for David Montgomery. Oh, you got one one for David. I got, my, I got my pick back. I ended up trading oh, my pick gotcha. away during the startup and got it back for David Montgomery and like Brandon Cooks. So it was one one, and so I got something else. I got some other things. Too, nice, but I got I got it back. Okay, mid season I knew I knew where this was going pretty quickly, <laughs> um, and I had to make some moves. So my running backs are Miles Gaskin. If you're wondering who that is, that's a running back for the Miami Dolphins. Everybody <laughs> um, gave me gas. <laughs> just just thinking about it. Ty Johnson, Patrick Laird. Sony Michelle and Chris Thompson. Now, Chris Thompson's a free agent. He's probably going to sign somewhere where wherever he signs, he will be utilized. So there's a small part so, of me going, yeah. okay, I have two guys here, Sony Michelle and Chris Thompson. They're going to be, you know, whoa, 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 wherever. Whoa, 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 you will. <laughs> Before you go any, you go, I, well, I'm not, you're no, going to count on Chris Thompson. No, no, no. Here's how I look at it is okay. I have one five because I have Chris Thompson on one of my teams and I, it's a stack team and I'm just thinking about cutting him. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. <laughs> okay. okay, I was literally about to say like, oh yeah, and free agency can go somewhere and get hurt. That'll be so great. <laughs> yeah, that's probably gonna happen too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even let you say it. <laughs> I know no. you were ready. You're ready to go. No, 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 no. That's all. Everything you guys said is true. All right. But at one five, I'm probably gonna get like Swift or not Swift. I'm probably gonna get like Dobbins at one five. True. So I'm not worried about my other running back. Yeah, my number two running back, Sonny Michelle, which is that which I am worried about. Uh, Rightfully so, sir. So yes. So those are my running backs. Okay. I don't need. We don't need to overly talk about this because I know where it stands. They're bad. They're it's, real it's, bad. It's worse than bad. Right. It's almost non-existent. It's yeah. It's, it's 
pretty horrible. And when we get into conversations with the draft, this is what we're going to talk about. Like, you know, for a team standpoint, what do you do with the one one in a super flex league when your team looks like a certain way? Sure. Let's let's turn this frown upside down, shall we, Ronald? Yeah. Okay. Receivers. Miles Boykin, DJ Shark, Corey Davis, Stefan Diggs, Chris Godwin, Marquise Goodwin, AJ Green, Deontay Johnson. And other Javon Wims, yeah, that's sure, it. sure. So the receiving core, but yeah, there's there's absolutely some pieces to build around there. Pretty yeah. strong, you know. I hope that AJ Green comes out pretty strong here. I sell him for a twenty twenty one first, you know, early in the year. Awesome is the goal um, to a team that loses a receiver to injury. Hopefully, it's not AJ Green. <laughs> so so far, my vibe that I'm getting from this team is you're probably not going to win this coming season, but the season after that you know, you have a lot of pieces that might be maturing and, and really coming into their own. It's exactly how I feel about this. Like, I know this team's like, I almost want this team to kind of do get the one, one again, be up there. Not even that. Cause this is such a strong quarterback class coming out next year. Like I can get Chuba Hubbard. I can get, you know, I'll get a running back next year as well with my pick and against a super flex time premium. So I'm not worried about it. So, you know, my receiving core, you know, DJ shark, a wide receiver one, right? Stefan Diggs a wide receiver one, Chris Godwin, wide receiver two overall. Those are my starters, right? You know, and then I have AJ green in the back. You know, I have Deontay Johnson uh, as a guy. I have miles boy can be growing something, but you know, and Corey Davis is my four. So not terrible. You know, looking for that fifth year breakout. Uh, breakout. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say he might be year five. I think it's year five. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's obviously the strongest part of my team is my young receivers. And the way I look at this is I'd have AJ green as like, he's my, you know, mover. He's let's get, let's hope he comes back. Let's hope he rebounds. And I can move him for something. Even I have to do a package deal down the road. Maybe even I feel that other running back void via, you know, that route, you mm-hmm. know, with the AJ green for somebody who's deep there. So those are my, those are my receivers. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Is this you know, tight end premium? It's tight end premium. Cool. Just couldn't remember. Tight ends. Will Disley. Good news today for that for that news, right? Will Disley. Do you also have Greg Olson or something? Or uh, where is this no, good no, news no. coming from? <laughs> Will Disley, Jack Doyle, Ross Dwelly, Chris Herndon. Wait, who? Ross Dwelly. Back up the you know George Kittle. Kittle. George Kittle. Oh, okay. His yeah. backup. Couldn't, uh, couldn't remember that guy's name. <laughs> might might as well have skipped him. Okay, um, thanks. Chris Herndon. Uh, okay. OJ Howard. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Josh Oliver. Nick Vanette. Jason Wynn. Lot of tight ends. You've got a lot. Um, you got probably about three that I like. I have th- the way I really look at it is I have Jack Doyle, who honestly, if I'm looking at this going into my week one starter, is Jack Doyle for the Colts. Probably. Uh, in tight end premium. I have OJ Howard, can't be trusted out there with Bruce Arians, but I still have OJ Howard. Maybe mm-hmm. he gets traded. I was, say, I was gonna say, your biggest hope is that he gets moved. Biggest hope. Yeah. And then my upside young guys are Chris Herndon and Josh Oliver. So I feel good about my tight end situation. Is mm-hmm. it great? Is it the best out there? No, but is it bad? Not at all. Cause I have options there on a weekly basis to kind of match up here. And the thing, the good thing about your team is it's not going to be any good this year. So there's no pressure to like, Hey, I don't have this solid guy yet, but maybe Herndon turns into him. Maybe OJ Howard gets moved and then becomes that person or Josh Oliver steps up. One of those guys steps up. You know yeah, I mean? right. Exactly. And at this point, who knows? Maybe that's maybe that's a move you make also is to solidify that for your long term. I never updated my IR, by the way. I have three running backs in IR. This oh. is going to change your whole. Oh, here we go. Oh, ready for here this? It is Quadriolison. Corey Clement. <laughs> oh, oh, even better. Isaiah Correll. 
<laughs> is he still is in the he alive? <laughs> Technically, he's breathing. Uh, and Lamar Miller. Okay, that's the one that could. It's my only, I agree. Maybe two out of three are most likely not going to get make it to the active roster after these IR moves. But Lamar Miller's for sure. I'll probably move them all up just in hopes because I need to run it back so bad. But to be fair, I'll probably cut in some of these other running backs <laughs> like, you know, Miles Gaskin, Miles Gaskin. So that's my team, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it sounds pretty bad. Deservably. So it has the one, one, of course it's bad, right? Right. This is no, it's no, this is not one of those fluke teams. I'm, I'm very a realist about this team. So we, we talk about this. So here's my question about this team for you guys. I have the one, one, I have the one, five. I currently have an offer on the table right now, which is I'm not accepting whatsoever of somebody offered me one four and two eight for one one. That's a hard no for me. Right. Not not enough value. I don't think in my eyes uh, to make that move from. I mean, especially in the super flex like in the hype around Burrow at one one. Yeah, that's the thing. Burrow is really good. You, you got to think you're moving out of the one one and potentially getting a 15 year asset to moving back to a running back, a running back. That's a very small short term four to six year or maybe a four to six year asset. So that's, you have to look at it like that. You know, it's, it's not necessarily, Hey, I'm moving back three spots. I'm moving from this potential huge thing to this little short term window type of thing. That's That's, how I at least analyze that kind of move. Yeah. I proposed to him one, four and two, four for one, one. And even knowing that, like I could, I d- can get, and I told him, I was like, I probably get more outside of a vacuum. But again, you, you're always constricted to what your league has and what your league has to offer. Mm-hmm. So if I can't get better than that, like I'm okay with moving to one four with the thoughts of, okay, I can get a running back, you know, with the potential of getting a one, one running back in Deandre Swift or JK Dobbins. Um, if it does go burrow to uh and herbert like i believe and then have two four and still be in a position to get a Keyshawn vaughn or zach moss or possibly even trade up for a lair on top of the running back i get at one five i'd have back to back so i could get jk dobbins and deandre swift so now my team looks drastically different now i have baker mayfield and drew lock as my uh quarterbacks i have jk dobbins and deandre swift as my two starting running backs with chris godwin stefan diggs and dj shark as my receivers now my team looks like a turtle went from a total turdferg to okay you can you can do some damage in here if my quarterbacks play well yeah i was gonna say if your quarterbacks play well and then you got to hope that your your tight ends aren't dragging you down as well in a in a in a tight end premium league. Well, I'll have them do be doing squats to make sure those tight ends are super tight. So <laughs> no tricky tight ends. So to me, it's a, that's the debate. You know, do you do you do I go? Do I try to move back to one four and go with that scenario where all of a sudden now I have not only two. You know, I won't have just one good running back, but now I because again I have two four with the option to move up a little bit from there. I would have, you know, Zach Moss, J.K. Dobbins. DeAndre Swift and Sony Michelle, but couldn't you just sit there, take Burrow at one one, take whoever falls you at, at one five, Dobbins. and then take Moss potentially in the second round. I don't have him? a second round pick. Oh, you don't have a second round pick. No. Okay. So I, that's, for, I forgot you got rid of that for Sony Michelle. So okay. that's that's my that's guy. where I go in. Yep. Which again, I don't look at it as a total bad scenario because then that almost guarantees me to have another bad year. Mm-hmm. And then, but here we go. If I finish with one one again, there is ab- there's absolutely no way in Hades that I would not draft Trevor Lawrence. It but, doesn't matter if well, I that, had Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield and and you and you've said it before. 
if you if you then fall into that scenario, you've got Mitch Trubisky, you've got Drew Locke, and those are great trade assets to get future first. And and that can and or a tight end. You know, you, you're that's you, probably your biggest hole then at that point, right? Tight end, tight end. If you fill those running backs, yeah. right? Yeah. So, what do you think? Would you, if it was your team, would you actively try to move the one four and keep working with that owner, to try to get two four? Um, I you know, I countered with, I countered with um, actively move the one eight. four or the one one. No, the one one. Okay. The one one to try and get you know lock me up with one four one five two four, or would you just say you know what Burrow's too good, which is that's my contemplation is Burrow's too good in a Superflex league, stay at one one, stay with one five, roll into it with Burrow, then you have Burrow, Lock, uh, Mayfield, and Mitch. So if those all pan out. You can move one of those guys and get any running back you want, not any running back, but you can trade for a good running back, and then go into twenty twenty one. Or do I move back and draft it try and get Dobbins and Swift? So is it Burrow or it Burrow and then Dobbins or Swift? Or I try to go Swift and Dobbins? I know what I mean. I know what I'd be happier with. Um, I would be happier with the quarterback and and whichever one of those two running backs fell to me. Okay. That would be me as well. And and I've I mentioned it on the pod a hundred times, but for me it's it's best player regardless of of the team. And so I'm not saying I wouldn't be willing to to trade the one one um but if if i have the one one i'm, I'm taking burrow no matter what and then i might even be looking after the draft to potentially trade him see what all and we know as you get closer to the draft that hype's only going to build and you know all of that kind of stuff will happen as well so uh but yeah i'm i'm sticking with the quarterback and running back i've been so i, I started diving into some of these quarterbacks which is the hardest thing to really talk about like wisely mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter because it's too hard to predict right but I, I think Joe Burrow is absolutely fantastic. Uh, he looks bulletproof to me, which is stupid to say about any quarterback, but he, he looks that good. Uh, I actually don't hate the situation where he's going into in Cincinnati with the weapons that he will have like around him. Building. Um, definitely with Joe Mixon there. Uh, just, you know, look what he did with Clyde Edwards Alaire. Uh, Joe Edwards, Joe Mixon's a much better running back than Clyde Edwards Alaire, um, but with the same exact tool set as Clyde Edwards Alaire. You know, Tyler Boyd, uh, if AJ Green comes back, this is this is all good for Joe Burrow. Uh, to me, he looks like he's and John he's and John Ross stunned. when he's when he's healthy is a nice little guy that can get downfield and and Burrow throws in a pretty nice deep ball, a really nice deep ball. So to me, in Superflex, I don't the, one thing that won't change for me. Like I could see Dobbins and Swift changing for me because um, the more I watch on those guys, is as I keep going back just to like offset my brain from the quarterbacks and stuff is when I watch Dobbins and Swift, they're so close for me. Like it, it still blows my mind that people have Dobbins as their fourth running back. It really does. Cause there's days I'm like, you know what? I'm just to put Dobbins at one. Like, I'm with you. That's how close yeah. it is with me. Like he's, he's just that good. And then you put when you really look at the small intricacies of Swift and what he can do. It's it's you're like, okay, he's, he's the one one. It's just, I see, I see Dobbins as a safer floor than swift that makes sense for me man yeah i have them i have them neck and neck right neck and neck yeah i i've 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 gone back and forth a hundred times too landing spot yeah it that that'll probably be what what is the tiebreaker i haven't changed them in my rankings but yeah those guys are very close to interchangeable so we all so it's weird because like everybody else has like dobbin not everybody a lot of people have dobbins at one but like for us we all agree those are one and two right Mm -hmm. a running back yeah 
and nothing's going to change. Like no matter what land spot comes, that's not going to change. I really don't think it will. I mean, like a four seven in the forty might, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to happen. So I think we're good. All right, you guys want to look at another one of my dynasty teams? Yeah, All right. yeah, absolutely. Let's move over to my highest stakes league. Um, so this is my five hundred dollar league. Money, it's called money, the money. the Nerds Five Hundred because it's a five hundred dollar buy in. Now, okay. for some people, I don't know. That's to me, that's a lot of money to go put into a dynasty team. That, so yeah, yeah, every year, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I want I want to win this league. All right. Now, to be fair here, I this is you goes go into this league. I have no draft. Well, I do have some draft picks, but I have no first. I have no second. Okay. So for me, I have no third or fourth either, by the way. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, on. also two more rounds. <laughs> so, uh, say that again. <laughs> I have no draft picks. Okay. In this league. So it's a 500 bind. I have all my 2021 picks. Okay? okay. So obviously this is a team. I feel like I'm going for it. Okay. okay? Now what you guys would tell me if I made a mistake, getting rid of all those draft picks and I'm in big trouble here and I just wasted $500. Here's my team. It's a one QB, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, one flex. One flex. Okay. So That's just it. a normal old league with a yeah. flex. No tight end premium, no super flex. Okay. My quarterbacks, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield. I'm glad it got better after Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it would. You can tell this is MFL versus sleeper uh-huh. because it's just like in some random order that they alphabetical is it alphabetical yes oh, okay. it's always alphabetical oh. now when you hear baker mayfield's name you're gonna see, it's a common theme uh for a lot of my <laughs> leagues so those are my quarterbacks i feel really good about my quarterback situation yeah. i think Derek, jared goff uh it's a nice buy low i saw you put that on twitter i agree 100 you know from a guy who went from quarterback four who had a really bad year um i think he's a nice buy low but the way i look at it is golf or mayfield one of those guys will be a qb one i'm not overly worried about it yeah, you, I mean, you can both. even play matchups on on those two guys. I think even with Fitzpatrick, I could play matchups. Right. True, in a in a one QB league, that's not a big deal. <clears throat> yep. Running backs: Malcolm Brown, Naheem Hines, Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara, Sony Michelle, David Montgomery. So obviously, Alvin Kamara is your your big hitter. Um, if I'm you, I'm hoping um, Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. gets moved. See you next Tuesday, man. <laughs> oh man, that was a tough one. Uh, Kareem Hunt gets moved in the offseason or, or or signs a restricted free agent tender somewhere else, um, and that would be a huge boost for your team. But David Montgomery is a nice, uh, solid upside player who upside. I'm excited about. If yeah. you can learn how to hit the right hole, um, that that make me feel good about him. And and Sonny Michelle, I mean, if he's your running back four. I mean, that you could do much worse than that. And I, I actually wouldn't be shocked to see him bounce back, not to what our original expectations were, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him doing better than he did this past season. I mean, obviously the knee injury hurt Sonny Michelle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's coming out of college. He was an absolute stud. He was a first-round pick as a running back for a reason. He re-hurt his knee first year in New England, and he just hasn't been the same since. And you hope, yeah, you hope this is a rebound year that took him a couple of years to recover from a knee injury, which is completely possible. Definitely with this team, they might have to rely on the run more than they really want to. And so, there was more swelling in the knee at the beginning of last year. Yeah, he had Correct. some scopes and stuff. Yeah. We talked about it many times, yeah. you know, but I feel really, you know, with Alvin Kamara, you have that kind of running back. You're number two. You can, you can live with a David Montgomery a Kareem Hunt as your number two, and it's not a bad situation. For sure. So the running back room, is it the best in the world? No. It's, it's solid, though. But it's solid. Yeah. yeah. It's how I feel about I it. Would, you guys agree? I would see it pretty similarly. Yeah. <clears throat> my, re- my wide receivers are Al Galore, Odell Beckham, 
Deshaun Jackson, Tyler Lockett, Allen Robinson, Robert Woods. Now I'm skipping a couple guys that are obviously sure. irrelevant. There's no point to just say everybody's name on here. You know, guys like you know Jake Kumaro or Allen Hearns. You know, and Josh Gordon aren't worth mentioning. No, total shot in the dark, guys. You know, so you know, I could roll here with four receivers as my starters in Odell Beckham, Tyler Lockett, Allen Robinson, and Robert Woods. Yep. Now, this is receiver. Now, this is where I feel is my strongest part of my team. You know, starting those four guys, I feel really good about my wide receiver core. Robert Woods, you know, underrated. Yeah, for sure. Wide receiver two, Al Robinson, high end wide receiver. He had a little bit of a dip in the middle of the season there last year, but but he ended up uh, all right. You know, towards the end, crazy low touchdown output, big regression candidate, positive regression candidate. That that now he would have been easily a wide receiver one if he would just scored a couple more touchdowns. So and the way I look at that too is like it's it's a it's a movable situation. I have those very four solid guys. I only need to start three. So I do feel good about my wide receiver core. That's the one thing that, you know, is nice about a flex position. You don't have to have the same uh, setup every week. You know, you can kind of interchange some guys. My running backs are hot. My tight ends are hot. We're all good to go. Right. So the receiving court, you guys, what, what do you grade it? What do you like? What do you like about it? You like it? You hate it? You making moves? No, because I, I think you have a lot of. I'm assuming last year didn't go super great with Odell going down and or going down in production and Robert Woods going down in production. Those are both obvious bounce back candidates as well. My quarterbacks both dudded. Right. Absolutely. David Montgomery didn't do as much as, you know, so I'm assuming this team underperformed this past season. It did. I just missed the playoffs. Yeah. I, I could easily see this team bouncing back and being a legitimate. I remember Alvin Kamara was hurt for a little yep. while. So that's, that was a big reason. Uh, my tight ends. Another bright spot on my team. Dallas Goddard, Tyler Higby, Ian Thomas, George Kittle. Oh, oh yeah. That's your that might be your strongest spot, actually. That's your strong that's your strongest spot because you're obviously gonna be able to start George Kittle on a week in and week out basis. And depending on Higby and Goddard. Yeah, Higby and Goddard flex spots. Those those well, might be flexes. And even Ian weekend. Thomas is gonna be the starter most likely in, in Carolina. So I mean those are three guys that are all very, very good tight end twos. So the way I look at this is this is my bread and butter. Because George Kittle is my guy. He's not going anywhere. People email me they all the time. Hey, what would it take to get Kittle? I'm like, uh Dropped I'm a, I'm a kid you got. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, all right. What are you gonna do for me? Uh so the way I look at it is like I if Higby Goddard and Thomas all work out. I'm in a really good spot to get some 2022 capital. And that's what I'm looking at here. Or, you know, then I take, you know, cream hunt and one of my tight ends and I package that for a better running back. You know, that th- this is my trade bait here. So I have the tight end one in George Kittle. So my starting lineup is what I'm looking at. It is, you know, Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. David Montgomery and Alvin Kamara, Odell Beckham, Allen Robinson, Tyler Lockett, uh, Robert Woods Possibly Robert and Woods. George Kittle. Does that sound like a winning lineup to you? Because to me, I honestly do feel like that sounds like a winning lineup, a team that can win it all. It's it, for me. That seems like one of those. Um, it's going to be a team that you have to manage well because there's there are some obstacles, especially with the quarterbacks. You might be flipping those guys week in and week week out. So, I mean, it could be one of those things where where you're running hot, you're seeing your team perfect, and you're playing the right guys every week in that position and perhaps the the flex position or 
you might be chasing it and you're screwing yourself and you're, you're, you're losing these close games every week and you're pulling your hair out trying to chase it and kind of, so it's, it's not like a rock solid. You just throw in your starting lineup. You don't, you forget about it. You set it and forget it type of thing. It's a managed team. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's no guaranteed starters. And I, and I agree, but that's, that's a lot of dynasty owners. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you deal with 30 man rosters, that's the biggest thing for everybody. It's not redraft. We're like, okay, these are my starters. You only have two bench players, you know, four bench players. So right. I think a lot of people are in that position when it comes to dynasties, managing your roster. I mean, how many times have you heard somebody say, Oh, if I would just would have started this turd instead for of that sure. turd. And then I would have to flush, you know, it's like one of those situations. I don't think you're managing turds. I just, I think, I, I think you just have a couple of guys that aren't like, week in and week out you just and you just know they're going to be your starter at that position and i think you should always flush always flush regardless of the turd i wish my son would learn that for some (laughs) (laughs) so that team do you you guys like that team yeah yeah i like it it's a good team yeah sure okay now we have time for more teams right Yes, we of course we yes we do always do always time for more teams let's let's dive into a team here that matt knows very well and that's that's my very first dynasty team ever. It's the reason why dynasty nerds even exist. It's a league that I started 17 years ago. Matt, you're a part of this league. You're Absolutely. a part of the site. Yep, yep. Um, and we started from the ground up. And every time I think of this team, it's my favorite team. It's my number one focus. It gets me super excited, like really excited. So excited. Let me stop here and take a minute and talk about one of our sponsors of the show today. And this episode is sponsored by bluechew.com. Guys, remember the days when you used to always get really excited and you were ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed because listen up, bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. That way your neighbors don't have to be all up in your business and be wondering about you and the missus are doing because that's another damn business. They're made in the USA and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, they've got a very good special for our listeners only. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment for free. That's right. You can have a lot of fun, extra fun for free. And who doesn't like free? When you use the special code DYNASTY, just pay $5 in shipping. That's right. A little extra romance if you just pay $5 in shipping by using a promo code DYNASTY. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code DYNASTY to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Now, my favorite thing that excites me the most is my original Dynasty team. Matt, we already know that you know this team is super sexy. Garrett? I'm staring at it right now. Tell me what you think of this team and where I need to improve at. All right. Because you don't trust them? I, I don't feel like I need to improve that much. Honestly, I feel pretty good about this. Um, now, to be fair... I can't overly talk smack here because I finished with the number two overall pick. (laughs) 
Just and, to let you know. And same league, I have the third overall pick. So it was, a, it was a down. It. it was a down year. Now, we'll to be fair, though, of us. I trade away my first overall pick for DeAndre Hopkins the year prior to. Indeed. And more. I gave up more than that, but that's where I went to. But to be fair, on top of that, I made a trade with Matt two years prior where he gave I gave him Trey Burton and Adam Shaheen, and he gave me his 2021st. Yep. Which ended up being the third overall pick. Yep. Nice. So I have one three. I have one twelve and I have two two in this league. So yeah. I'm set up with some, some really good, good capital. draft capital. So I and the first the guy with the first pick is taking a running back for sure. And he told me he's like, I'm taking DeAndre Swift. There it is. I could change. But as I said the guy with the number two pick is 100% taking a wide receiver. He said like he's taking a receiver. By the way, Rich is the guy in our league that talks to everybody and tries to figure out exactly what they're going to get and and, <laughs> and plants little seeds in their in their minds. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? It's called it's called being a good owner. I, I'm absolutely that guy. too. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? I, yeah. uh, I, I do feel if a little, you a little you're telling me if you could put yourself in a position not to know how your draft can go, if you can gather that information, you wouldn't want to know that information. I'll figure it out on my own. You will figure. Thank it out you own. very much. But you know, to be fair, the guy the first over pick needs a running back, pretty good, and the guy with the number two over pick desperately needs to run a receiver. He does. Bad. Those are those are two layups. Even if you didn't talk to them, you'd you'd be able to figure it out by looking at their teams. Yeah. So I am getting J.K. Dobbins on my team. It's pretty safe to say. And if I don't, I'm having DeAndre Swift. So here are my quarterbacks: Drew Brees, Andy Dalton, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill. Again, this is a one Q. Now this league's a little different. It's one QB, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, one tight end, and no flex, no flex, kicker and defense, kicker and defense. Super old school. It's 17 years old. Yep, I love it. So my quarterbacks, I feel really good about it with Tannehill, Jones, and Brees. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, especially after today's news, you have to feel even better with Brees coming back. Wasn't down in my mind. Favorite quarterback. I've had one QB in this league for 17 years, and it goes by the name of Drew Brees. This is why I love Dynasty. My running backs, J.K. Dobbins, (laughs) (laughs) Matt Breida, Melvin Gordon, Carrion Johnson, Philip Lindsay. Yeah, you got some nice you got some nice pieces there. That's a lot of trying to think uncertainty i think is probably the word you're looking for yeah I, it seems like a lot of guys i don't know that any of those guys will be rb ones except for maybe dobbins um if you draft him carry on it, it's just a lot of risk um, but phil Lindsay back-to-back thousand yard rushing yeah he's also a running i have i i at the very worst i have three really good number twos right twos. right yeah, yeah so i agree i agree and I still think Melvin Gordon is going to get paid. He's going to be the man there. So he has a very good chance to finish this. Even if it's a low end running back one as a running back one, sure. definitely with his receiving ability, definitely goes around and signs somewhere with like Miami. Right? No, I think, I, I think at the end of the day, you're going to be starting Melvin Gordon and JK Dobbins next year with carry Johnson yep. and Philip Lindsay is my running back yep. too. Yep. And at pick one twelve, there's a very good chance here that I can end up with Zach Moss, Keyshawn, uh, Vaughn, mm-hmm. Uh, and there's even a chance here this league I might even try and you know use my two two or some pl- depth I have here and move up even try and get a guy like Clyde Edwards Alaire. Yep, I like um, it. So we'll see how that plans. So it's out. a I would say it's a solid group, not sexy but solid. Uh, I feel very good about it. Definitely the running back position. Here's my receivers: Preston Williams, Kiki Kuti, Stephon Diggs, Tyree Kill, DeAndre Hopkins. 
Jarvis Landry, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Now that's sexy. Super sexy. I need a blue chew. No, you don't. Uh, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> El natural. Is there a reverse blue chew. Yeah, I need duct tape is what I need to get going around here. This is when I talk about this team, it gets me excited. So, you know, my, my starter, my starters are actually a week in week out flips. You know, obviously Tyree kill DeAndre Hopkins are my one, two. I'm curious. How come you didn't mention Corey Coleman? I see him here on your list. I just didn't. I didn't hear you read him out loud, though. Oh, because it's the best for last. Because <laughs> he's, he's probably gonna cut when I bring up Preston Williams. Oh, good, good I just want to see if he makes the act of roster for New no. York. That's all I'm um, right. No, no. I mean, you have you have two receivers that could easily be the wide receiver one overall in the season. You have two more receivers that you feel pretty good uh, at worst case scenario being a high end wide receiver two. Two wide receiver ones though, and so, Travis Landry and Stephon Diggs. That's what I'm saying. So you have four guys that are going to be two are locked and loaded wide receiver ones. Two more could could approach that in Landry and Diggs. So you have four guys that are pretty dang close, if not for sure, in wide receiver one range. And then two of the guys uh, of the rookies that I really liked this year in Preston Williams and, and Slayton. So you got to be feeling pretty good. We're still on Shepard, who's just a wide receiver three. But again, Solid. a valuable asset that yeah. I could probably move midseason for a second if need be for a 2021 second if need be. Yeah. Um, so I feel really good about my receivers. Mm-hmm. My tight ends, a little thin, to say the least. Uh, my tight ends are Ross Dwelly. Jason Wynn and George Kittle. I was going to say, and George Kittle. And George Kittle. Kittle. You're fine. So I feel really good about my tight ends as well. Obviously, no depth uh, there, but when you have George Kittle, it doesn't really matter. Uh, So I I feel good about that. And I do have the 1 1, uh, the 1 3, I'm sorry, the 1 12, and the 2 2. I don't see it. I don't see any reason that team couldn't compete for the championship this year. That's it. That's a very good team. Um, If I were to make any possible recommendation um i would consider looking at deandre hopkins and maybe pairing something with him to get like a top two or three running back like trying to get christian mccaffrey saquon barkley one of one of those types of guys because then your starting lineup would just be impossible to beat so i have I do. Ha- I, I have some negotiations going out there. The guy who does have Saquon Barkley and Dalvin Cook uh, is very interested in a receiver, okay. very badly. But he's also interested in my one three to get the reboot at running back. So he he loves J.K. Dobbins, and okay. he has a feeling J.K. Dobbins will be there at one three. Um, and right now he he the offer is he can't pull the trigger. I thought he was going to pull the trigger. Is I offered him digs in one three for for Barkley. Ooh, I'd love that. And he said he'd rather have Jarvis Landry than Dicks. Oh, which okay. To be honest with you, if you're looking for the better overall fantasy producer, he he's been much more consistent. It's leaps and bounds, Landry. We talked about this before. He's mm-hmm. the most underrated player. Definitely. Um, you know, yep. his worst finish in the la- in his whole career is right around wide receiver like 16. You know, with multiple wide receiver one finishes out of five years, Landry's been a wide receiver one three times. Yeah, his his out worst was 18. And he had like a 13 and then all the others were wide receiver ones. Yep. So that's elite production. That's not good. That's elite production. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry. We've said this before. This is why Jarvis Landry is one of the most underrated dynasty players out there because nobody loves him because he's behind Odell. But his worst season in five years was a mid range wide receiver too. the rest of the time. He was the, the, the two one and a wide receiver one. 
So he's my, you know, that's my weak start. So when I, when people when I put out there, oh, one three and Landry for Saquon, like, oh, that's a massive. You're ripping somebody off. I don't look at it that way. I don't because you're getting a wide receiver one and you're getting J.K. Dobbins who, to be fair, in the right situation, you know, any, then say Dobbins, say anyone, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Edwards, Allaire, any of these guys, the point differential between him and Barkley could be negligible. Yeah. And then you're going to add a wide receiver one on top of that. That's not drastically changing. Like, I don't think I'd give up too much more there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe like a fourth or something on those lines. Now I could get Dalvin cook for way cheaper, but at that point it's like, I would just rather take, take the pick. I'd rather just keep the pick and take JK Dobbins. Definitely because my running back situation is not desperate, right? It can use that uptick, right? Which you definitely could use an uptick, but so if I can get one of those guys, like I need the guy who I get to be that high end wide receiver, that running back one to really take my team to that. Like, okay, you're going to win this. Slip. I was just say, I, I almost want you to wait. You know what I mean? You wait till the draft happens and see where Dobbins lands. Cause he could be, he could be everything you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if he's going to be for sure sitting there at three, which we both think he is, why make a move to get DeAndre Hopkins off your team or anything, uh, any other crazy let me ask, type of moves Let me ask when this. it's such a solid, you're going to be making a hole kind of in your depth there, wide receiver to fill this wide receiver need that you might just be able to fill through the draft. Let me ask this question. Is, is he dead set on the one Oh three being part of part of the package? Um, he would just need, are you think, so here, let me, let me just guess what you're okay. thinking. I offer Hopkins and one of my running backs, for Barkley, that is one of the options. But what I was thinking was going off the trade that you kind of already have working would be you know Diggs or Landry, whichever one ends up being part of that deal. One twelve, and then like a Philip Lindsay or yeah, carry on like one of those guys. Yeah. I so think- then you can still keep Dobbins, you can still keep Hopkins, you can still keep all of those elite pieces. I feel like if what- I know this owner, he's after Dob- uh, J.K. Dobbins. Though. He's after J.K. Dobbins. Is yeah. He? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So one three is probably non-negotiable. That it's non-negotiable has to be in the deal. But it's probably one of those. What about that? Would you? What about like a situation where you traded? You know, one three, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and that oh, see, there's no way that's going that's back. too that's, that's too much. I, I was saying because then, then you need yeah, this is too much. That's why. That's why I'm. I mean, if I if I were you, I would wait, see where he see where Dobbins. The lands. most I would add the on the trade's going to be there regardless. Well, in here, my, here, in play, here's in the my, way I look at it is I have a very like there's not many opportunities you get in leagues to get Barkley for what I could probably end up getting him for. You know what I mean? Like the way I originally thought about it was like, no, I don't want to do anything. I'm so, like I told him I was like, I just want I'm just gonna take Dobbins. Like my team's good enough. I don't need Bar. You know what I mean? I. I could just take Dobbins and just give up nothing and have really good wide receiver depth, which you and always that's what I, and that's what I and that's exactly what my point was. And then if then if Slayton or Williams, I just need one of those guys to pan out, which I think both of them will honestly. But I feel we talked about this too, way better about Darius Slayton. Then now I can move Landry or Diggs and get. I can just fill a need. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe even go somewhere else and get, try and get like a, a Lamar Jackson or. A Pat Mahomes, you know, something on those lines and uptick my quarterback. my quarterback situation to another level with Drew Brees being where he is. Sure. Um, but even at two, two, I'm in a situation where my tight end depth isn't strong, but I can get a cold. I can get the number one tight end most likely in that situation. Um, and then or even I could take a guy like Joe Burrow that the, the, my future QB one down the load, which is high. But in this situation, it, it wouldn't be an overkill. Yeah. So 
the way I look at this, and I want to talk about this league, is I do have an opportunity to potentially get Saquon Barkley. So the question would be then, yeah, what what you guys both already answered was, you know, I know in a, in a spectrum saying that, like, oh, yeah, you're giving up Landry and 1-3 for Barkley. I put that poll on Twitter just for an hour to see what happened. It was 89%, you know, Barkley. For sure. For sure. In my eyes, like, it's, it's funny because, again, when you talk about it and you think about it out, like, I don't think it's that far off to me as personally. Like, if you're getting a 27-year-old wide receiver one, worst case mid-range wide receiver two, and a run a really good running back. Did Bar- you, How did you word it? Did you word it the 1.3? One 1.3, one yeah. Okay, because I bet you a lot of those people were assuming. That's the top receiver. That's right, CD you're, you're or, thinking they're you're thinking right. wide receiver and Jarvis Land. You should have should put a J.K. Dobbins and, and – that's I think that would we would get you a truer result on that. Yeah, to be fair, I just want to see it out there because I was like I was hoping it would be like somewhere close. I could I could show him the results. I'm like, yeah. look, it's fifty fifty. Right. But so, if he if he came back, would you both agree saying okay one three and Landry for my team in that situation, you would take Barkley. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That, that's not hard to. It's well, I proposed it, so it's still sitting out there on the trade block. I'm just hoping he, he accepts. I agree, and I do think it's a beneficial. Like, here, but here's here's as a th- person in the league, I hope he doesn't accept yeah. it. Right. But <laughs> but the flip side too, honestly, like even though I'm, we talk about this, you know, it's not about winning every trade. This is a trade for him that I think would benefit his team as well because he needs that number one. His team's on the come. Like he's done some good drafting, you know, he's, he's doing all right here. He needs a good receiver. So he would have Dalvin cook and JK Dobbins and then add Landry. He doesn't have Barkley, right? But the combined points of Dobbins, if he plans out well and Landry would equal more to than what Barkley has. Cause he also doesn't then have what's a first. Saquon if, and the yes. replacement. If, I, if I'm on his side of it, I would be wanting, you know, one of those two receivers digs or Landry one Oh three. And I would also be asking for your one twelve as well. That's that's what I would have asked for if I were him. And at that point, I would just say I'll just take Dobbins. At that point, you know what I mean? Because the same thing, I look at it the same way. I don't I don't need Barkley. That would I love to get Barkley? But again, all running backs to me are, you know, sure. somebody you can trade. So do I think Barkley's an outlier? Yeah, but he's still. And you know, he was hurt. He wasn't a running back one last year. Sure. You know what I mean? So again, all we can judge all these players on what you do year in year out. Now what you can be now what you're going to be in down the road. Yes. Henry Derrick Henry last year was a running back one running back seven, three years before that. He was not a, even a running back one. So again, Barkley. Yes, we all love him. He's great. But then what if Barkley gets hurt again this year, it's why Odell Beckham's values down, right? Yeah. You're a great receiver. You did anything like you were on a pace to be a hall of famer, but for the last two years, you haven't done anything to really overly help me yep. here. So it's like, what have you done lately? So that's my team. To me, that's obviously a championship contender. Right? Absolutely. And at this point, um, in the in the episode, we're, we're we're creeping up on an hour. I would love to get into my team that's also in that league, kind of as a transition. But I'm not sure we can squeeze it into this episode. What do you say we start off the nerd herd episode with that? That and, sounds good. And, yep. and so Matt, start Matt's exact same team, and not exact same team, but his team, and in this league where he's got a lot of draft capital as well. Then we'll go from there. Then we're going to go to a Garrett's team. We'll probably get a couple without, you know, no commercials, obviously in the uh, second episode, we'll get to another one of my teams and we'll get to another one, you know, maybe two of Matt's teams and we'll hit up another league that we're both in. Right. Cause we actually, that's a team we're both on the come with young players. We do. We can, I had the one, one in that league too. Right. Out of trades. What do you hear about this story, Garrett? Um, I got the one, one in this bad boy. And then uh, we'll hear about some of your teams. So we'll talk about some more teams here. Uh, again, as we, as we get ready for the off season here, um, it's nice to get some of these casual episodes in here before we get to like 
when we're about to inundate ourselves with grind. I was just, just say right so right now I feel talk. like um a duck, you know, on, on the water. Like it looks like nothing's going on, but my my legs are paddling like crazy, and I feel like that's kind of us. Like behind the scenes, we're just kind of going nuts and we're tearing through film, and then we're just kind of doing these episodes as like as nice, you know, evergreen type of things that we can talk about, and then it's just going to explode. It's so much information to talk about, yep. and it's like it's almost it's almost overwhelming because it's like there's so many players. Like right now, it's like I'm just trying to get information on players, like. People are like, oh, you want to rank these? Like, I'm in no position to rank anybody. Like, I'm just trying to get information, and then, and then I got there's so many of them. I got to take a step back and then rank them, and then let the NFL draft help me out, and then actually go back and watch a little bit more, and then re-rank them again. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, here's my casual rankings. All right, let me okay, let me watch these two side by side. Okay, I like this one more. Okay, let me watch these two side by side. I, I literally I like just did that more. today. I, I updated my rookie rankings and I just added two guys that I like. I watched back to back and I placed them in there with my other thing and I just added them into my Van stuff. Jefferson. No, I already had Van Jefferson in there. Okay, yeah. I was saying I, I, I saw I, him asking for up. the tape today. I know. I was, I was yeah. like, oh, he's getting a little moving on up, you know? Because yep. there's some guys like I might early again because I'm not at the receiver position yet, but like I'll casually just like for the like relax my brain. I'll go through like some other positions, like because hard. You always gotta go back to like I always have to. I tell myself I need to. Like okay, I haven't. I don't watch J.K. Dobbins and Swift. They're the first two people I watch. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I gotta refresh myself. Right. It's easy to forget about those guys, but you know, like today, like not today. It was like a couple days ago. I watched a little bit more Brian Edwards, and it's mm-hmm. like. This that's my like because you got me like onto him like I can tell already like that's a guy like will you move up my ranking almost like Terry McLaurin right mm-hmm. like I like him a lot I have him at the like back end of my first and I feel like ooh he could be like way higher but there's so many other people ahead of him like who do I move him? that's the thing with this class like who do I move him above you know what I mean like it's tough someone's got to go down if if somebody's coming up I like Brian Edwards a lot and I'm like yeah but I can't move him ahead of T Higgins right. you know what I mean it's like, tough man. I can't move him ahead of Henry Ruggs, but like Henry Ruggs has more bus potential than Brian Edwards, but like he has a, you know, he's the next Tyree kill in my eyes potentially. So it's like, how do I, what do I do? Yeah. And, and there'll be the question too on, you know, where's the draft capital for Edwards? You know, he, he's, he's a big bodied receiver. You know, those haven't go? been as trendy lately. We'll see. He, he, he's, if he gets drafted in the right spot, he could definitely, he could be a monster. He could jump, you know, for me, he could jump Higgins. You could jump Rager. Uh, you could potentially jump rugs in a right spot. You know what I mean? So we'll see. And that's where we're at. And it's nice when you get these evergreens. It's like almost when the draft is over and we do our final like rookie mock draft in the summer, which is like April, May, like right when we get to around May. Uh, it's like, okay, we have some of those nice evergreens. It's such a nice decompression before mm-hmm. we get ready for the season. Cause then we do those casual team by team breakdowns, division breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot behind the scenes. We're going to jump into it real soon here. Again, one more episode, then we're going to jump into the combine, and then it's all rookies from there on out provided to free agency. In the meantime, if you're looking for some awesome rookie content or any Dynasty content, make sure you check out DynastyNerds.com every single day. Multiple articles going up there every single day. It's rookie breakdowns, film breakdowns. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Make sure you check out the, the Twitch stream. We're getting so much content out from where we were a year ago. It's oh, yeah. literally night and day. It is night and day for how much DynastyNerds.com has expanded. Uh, and if you want more, if you want our exclusive rankings, like Matt just updated his rookie rankings, Superflex, Tight End Premium, Standard, IDP, Devi, Rookies, Rookies, Superflex rankings. Yeah, we split them up this year. The buy-sell tool. If you want access to all the new tools that are going to be rolling out here, and I got some good news, man. We started developing on a new tool. That's going to be a game changer. Another new tool, not the one. Not the mock draft tool. No, that's supposed to be going to be here. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, (laughs) 
But there's another tool we just started building and it actually has the foundation built that we think is going to be, which when it rolls out, you know, there's going to be keep getting built on top of it. It's going to be a game changer all for the nerd herd. You know what I mean? For the price of a cup of coffee a month, you can get not only an extra podcast to hear about Matt's shitty teams. Uh, you can hear about rookie. You know, when the rookies, we start breaking down these rookies, you need to be a nerd herd member or you're going to miss half the rookies. Half the content. That's unacceptable. So even if you just join for like a couple months, like and you pay, you know what? Okay, I'll just pay for like the three months of co- extra podcasts, the nine bucks, and I'll get all the rookie breakdowns. That's worth it there. But I promise you, you're not going to leave after you get a part of the nerd. Ask anybody that's been a part of it. It's a great tool for the price of a cup of coffee a month. That's it. Two ninety nine a month. You can join the nerd. Check out DynastyNerds.com every single day. And you can listen to our next episode, which is going to start up right about now. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.